1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the In and After Show. It's me, Lindsay Leverage, the executive editor of Anime News Network. And joining me, as always, is Jackie Jane with her Hi. totally doped out room all put together. Mm. Look at that place. I want to hang out there.
2: I know. Yay. It's not that cool in person, but it, it looks good on camera. And again, yeah. I got my Nana Leaf working. Yeah. Hello.
1: Whenever Jackie talks, those shapes behind her that spell out a J make fun like color light ups in reaction to her voice. And then down here is, he looks like Aizawa, but it's actually yeah. AJ Cosplay from Cartoon Cypher. He asked me if he could do cosplay today and I was like, yes, immediately do it. Our yeah. favorite teacher.
3: So he's gonna teach <laughs> us
1: everything about My Hero Academia uh, this week. That's why I'm here.
3: Yes. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but I guess it all works out. I'm here to educate Yeah, yeah definitely,
1: definitely fits Fits the theme. Um, he, before, great. Yeah, he looks Yeah. Thank you. He looks awesome. We were just talking about his contacts and how, you know, he's pulling those off because I'm um, sticking those to lenses. Comfy,
2: but yeah. you know what? He's doing it for the show. So... There we go. That's
3: how you know he's committed. I blind myself so you don't have to. Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) Do we call AJ AJ or do we call him Aizawa the whole show? That's the question. Yeah,
1: I don't know. What do people think in the comments? I'll probably stick with AJ just because like, (laughs) what if we have to, because then we'll have to like, are we talking about Aizawa here or Aizawa on the show, you know, like trying to discern who (laughs) we're actually talking about, so. Um, okay, AJ it is. AJ it is, yeah. <laughs> um, so today we're going to be, of course, talking about the latest fight between Class 1A and 1B, but before we get to that, um, I also want to talk about some of the big, big news stuff. There's a ton of news this week, so we'll be talking yeah. about the Demon Slayer movie, which Jackie got to go see, so she's going to give us her takes on that. Oh, um, we're going to talk about a great um, game that I've been waiting to come out for... Uh, the switch slash well I think it was originally released for the 3DS but it'll probably be coming to it's coming to Switch and that's the new Ace Attorney game so we're gonna talk about that. And then um a series I was obsessed with when it first came out is finally getting its next movie and that's Madoka Magica. I didn't expect this ever to actually happen, but I've been saying that every week with Macross and Yeah it's <laughs> true. Christ, a lot of things uh, are coming back. Yeah, yeah. yeah every everything that was old is new again. So first, 1st um, first let's, let's get into Demon Slayer, because that actually did some banging numbers over the weekend. It finally opened in theaters here in the U.S. Um, kind of limited screenings, but I have a feeling it's going to be sticking around for a while so it can get its full um, array of, of viewers. A lot of people want to see it. Uh, the barista down the street from me actually went to, uh, she told me I'm so jealous, uh, her friend rented out a whole theater so they could all watch it. And I was like, me invited? I know I only come here for coffee, but please. That
2: sounds so fun.
1: Yeah. yeah so.
2: What a great idea. I actually yeah. love that.
1: So actually, for people who are interested in that, it's not that expensive to rent out a theater, I guess, a theater room. Like, if you split oh, yeah. it, I'm, like, I don't know the exact amount, but I've been told that it is less than $200. And then, if you split it between you and all your friends who are going to go, it ends up being less than it would be for a, um, a ticket.
3: Like you got a party eight. of 10. You got a rent of 10 do bucks. You got more.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right. I was like, wait. That's awesome. I think the, the lower price is a temporary thing because theaters are trying to fill yeah, seats. Exactly. So, you know, it's kind of like taking advantage of a sale. Um, Yeah, so that's one way you can get to see Demon Slayer in a theater closer to you if it's not already showing there. You might want to inquire about that so you and your friends can can see it, Um, you know, eat all the popcorn and and have a great time. Jackie, what did you think of the movie? Oh my gosh. Its numbers are way above what people were Mm -hmm. expecting. Like, you're seeing all these articles from, like, Hollywood Reporter and places like that. And like, hey, what's this anime movie that, like, almost beat out Mortal Kombat and did, like...
2: Didn't it beat Mortal Kombat? For like uh, a day.
1: And for like then... a day, but oh, Mortal Kombat oh. edged ahead of it, but it still did percentage-wise way above expectations. So. Especially yeah.
3: when you consider it was still a limited screening. Not every theater had this yeah. movie in yeah. it. Yeah.
1: yeah, and it well, didn't have that's... the home video options that Mortal Kombat did. Mortal Kombat, you can rent it at home. That's HBO not ha- Max. Um, yeah. HBO Max, that's not happening for uh, Demon Slayer until June. so yeah. So that, that's what also makes me think it's going to be in theaters for a while is that yeah. uh, otherwise they, that would be rolling out faster. So spoiler free, Jackie oh, opinion right. on okay. the main
2: Um. So, oh my gosh, I have like mixed feelings about this. It, I definitely think you both should see it. Um, I Both of you watch the show. I know Lindsay does, right? AJ, do you?
3: Uh, I've watched about halfway through the first season, but I haven't okay. watched yet.
2: I mean, Honestly, um, even if you aren't completely through it, it's just animation wise, absolutely gorgeous. Like it's just something that is amazing to see in theaters. And um, I actually agreed with our review almost like a hundred percent, a little bit slow at parts, but it came together with a really cohesive story that really hit. Um, choreography was great. Absolutely love seeing like all of our fan favorites. Um, I liked what they did with the villains. I'm going to leave it at that. But like, it was really entertaining to watch. And um, I I honestly would probably go see it again. But this is the only thing that kind of stunk about it. Um, I mean, I think everyone here knows that when you go to see an anime movie it's it's an experience right because like everyone's screaming and yelling and like super hyped and you know when there's like a great action scene and like the villain or the protagonist is something amazing like everyone's like shouting and screaming and um you know even at at sad parts people are yelling stuff out like you guys know this more than anybody and it was it was just dead silent. And I went with my friend Cheyenne and you guys might know Cheyenne. She's appeared in a lot of Funimation um, video projects and she's kind of like known as like an anime influencer and, um, you know, super excited to go with her. But like she and I, we were like, you know what I mean? And we were just, it just, we both said like after it just felt so sad because it's just that, that experience with anime films is just not the way it used to be and i mean obviously it's covid and you know yeah that's what i was going to
1: ask like is it because of the you know uh everyone's like like you can sit with your group like like this, here and here and here and and behind you has to be free so it's like 20 35 capacity or something like that or
2: yeah imagine that a
1: los angeles show would probably still be doing some good numbers compared to maybe other places where it's screening at
2: there had to be like I want to say 30 people in there. And I think that's the other thing that's kind of a downer. Like, for example, um, when the Broly movie dropped, I literally went to theaters three times. I saw it in IMAX. I drove down to Irvine, which is an hour and a half away from me, through traffic. Like, it was actually, <laughs> like, a two-hour drive. But Oof. it was just, like, the experience was worth it. You know, everyone was dressed in cosplay. Everyone screaming. Whenever, like, there was any punch, it was like, whoa! You know what I mean? So yeah. I think that... It was a beautiful movie. Um, apps. I, I cried. I laughed. Like it. It literally. It's a I, I When I walked out, I said, "It's probably one of the best anime movies I've seen." Like I literally put it in my top three. Like oh, I. Oh wow. Are you still talking about
1: Broly, or do you mean? Um, no, no, I'm Mugen talking Train.
2: about M- Mugen Train. Yeah. Oh, okay. I. I don't think it tops Broly, and I think the only reason why it didn't was. Because, like I said, there's some parts that drag just a little bit. And then it was just the experience. So, like, I wish I could have experienced Mugen Train with a crowd. Because, I don't know, it just, it just kind of, like, made it just bittersweet. You know what I mean? Mm, I hate to be yeah. a bummer about it. Because, like, it's a good movie. It just it's just, it just made it a little bit bittersweet. Because you all know, like, that's what, that's, like, for me, 50% of what anime movies are about. is just, like, the yeah. community. And just, like, yeah. going nuts with them. So, it was just, Cheyenne and I were literally, like, whoop. You know what I mean, and I was yeah. just "So uncomfortable," you know. Did you so. did either
1: of you see Promare when it was in theaters? Like, that's actually coming yes. back into theaters again, and that movie is really fun to see in theaters with an enthusiastic oh, yeah. audience. Yeah. yeah, I saw that one. I mean, I saw, got to see most of it at AX, and then I had, to, I only had to see like the first third or maybe two thirds of it before I had to be somewhere. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get to actually see the full thing at AX, but um, I did get to follow up and see it when it opened up in a theater near me. And, yeah, people were in cosplay. It was tons of fun. I mean, there's music cues in there that people get hyped for once the once the soundtrack drops. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for anime movies to come back. Um, and maybe Demon Slayer will stay long enough that we might still be able to get that experience if you go, like, a second Yeah. Time. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, man. Oh that would be ideal. You guys, he is just such a fun character. Literally, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say spoilers because we saw him in the season. You know what I mean? But it's just yeah. like, oh, I love my Fire Boys. That's all I'm going to say. I love yeah, my Fire Boys. Yeah,
1: he gets he gets more focus in this film, right? Because I mean, yeah, I, when I I decided to you know marathon the series uh yeah. before the movie came out because I wanted to make sure that I was up to date because I'd stopped around like episode 14 or so. Yeah. And, and, because a lot of, you know, all the fandom hype that had happened at that point, like I kept waiting for uh, for those guys to show up thinking they were going to like do something really big. And then you get I... the end of it and it's like, oh, this is just sort of like a meet and greet meeting thing with these. I mean, all the character designs for them are really cool. I just wanted to see them like do, do something. something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm um, for the movie for that. Um, JD Cole in the comments is saying that he's been able to watch it on his PlayStation. I'm kind of confused about that.
3: Like, how did you do that? Yeah, I didn't know it was available for streaming yet. Funimation just updated their streaming app. I figured it would be there. Yeah. Because it's an Aniplex. Because it's an Aniplex. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I've never I mean, it could like be there. in the...
1: I mean, you can rent movies through the PlayStation Store. So, I mean, it could be there. I'm just wondering, like... But you can also stick a hard drive in your PlayStation and put things on it, and watch it, which would not be the okay. same thing. So, yeah. um, right. I might have to look because I've, I've got a PS4. So, um, hmm. be able to buy and watch on PS4. Move in train. All right. Well, I'll look and uh, get back to you to see if maybe um, someone opened something like s- corporate opened something that they didn't mean to. But uh, yeah. yeah, I just did yeah. a
3: general search. I don't see anything about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be there. It's not supposed to be available for home video um, streaming until until June. So.
3: I feel like we'd be seeing more people talk about that if that was the case. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, all right. Yeah, so
2: that's I, that's my my synopsis. Is, it's good. it's good. Go it's see good.
1: it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great ex- you
2: know, See it because it's great. See it
1: because you love the characters. See it to yeah. support your local theater. To support all of the above anime. Yeah, all of it. All of it. Um, yeah, so for sure, I also want to make sure, um, that we talk about Madoka, okay? So Madoka,
2: Yay! You, let me,
1: let me geek out a, a little bit about this, okay? So Madoka was like one of my first, um, big series when I came back into anime. Like I took a break, like post high school, early college, and I just wasn't watching a lot of stuff. Like I would, I'd watch a few things here and there, weird stuff, um but wasn't really like up to snuff on any of the really popular things. And then Madoka Magica happened. And one of the things that's important to keep in mind about that show is that it premiered um, before like simul streaming was really big yet. Mm -hmm. So like I remember people going hype for episode three because prior to episode three, it's like, okay, this is a magical girl show and it's got some cool um, aesthetic going on with like the labyrinths and everything. But Otherwise, you know, magical girl show, and then um, spoiler alert for a, sh- a show that's over a decade old now. Yeah. So, I mean, plug your ears, I guess. Then, you know, the we'll just call it the chomping. Then the chomping happens in episode three, and we knew that we were this was not going to be like anything else at that point because that's when Madoka kind of established itself as um, redefining some of the the tropes. Of, of the Magical Girl series. There had been tragic Magical Girl series before. Uh, Nurse Angel Ririka SOS is a, is a good example of that, although it's never been available legally. Um, you know, Sailor Moon dies at the end of the first season. If you want an even older spoiler, everyone <laughs> dies at the end of the first season. Um, so, you know, it, it was kind of playing, playing with that, but we, had, we hadn't seen it in a while. And the the show itself is written by uh, Genet Urobuchi, who people might know from Fate Zero. Yeah, I've I've loved everything that he's he's, he's written. He's and, the, and the original season of Psychopaths, because we don't talk about the sequels in this house.
3: Dude, um, we can talk about the, the movie. We can ignore the second season.
1: Yeah, ignore the second season. It's written by a guy who beat up his wife.
3: Uh, what were you gonna oh, say?
1: That's how Ubukata can. Oh. Take a long walk off short pier. As far as yeah. I'm concerned. So, anyway, oh, no. no he's Thunderbolt not cool.
2: Fantasy. Thunderbolt Fantasy. Fantasy. Yes, the first genius, dude. That is like, you, first that's ballsy to even attempt to do that, and then it is just beautiful. The music slaps. The plot's great. Like, I'm. I'm sorry. He's like one of my favorite creators, and I feel like he's kind of slept on a little bit. Um, I mean, I love Thunderbolt Fantasy, but Monica is. It, I mean. It's just so amazing how, I mean, Lindsay and I grew up loving magical girls because we were obviously like super into Sailor Moon. And then it's like, you get older and no offense, like Sailor Moon's fun to watch, but you watch it and you're like, well, I was a kid when I watched this. Like now it don't, like you can play it in the background, but it don't hit like it used to. But Madoka is so heavy and so intense. And the animation is like off the chain and unique. I mean, what I love about Genu Urobuchi is that I feel like he takes huge risks and he doesn't know what's going to happen, but they were—I, for in my opinion, they hit. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, I—I'm so excited about Modica Like, I. So my question is, though, are we going to see the original characters then, or is it like, do we know anything about the story?
1: Yes. Yeah, so it is supposed to be a sequel to Rebellion, which is a uh, retelling. Which is a fandom splitting movie of, uh, you know, depending on how you felt about how... The- and Jackie, did you see Rebellion?
2: I did Was it a, oh. a recap video? Or like no, a recap?
1: no, no, no. So uh, you got to watch Rebellion. I've got... Oh, the oh no. Over here. Like, I imported <laughs> the, the freaking discs for this. Um, oh, well, okay. I don't think I should just tell you what happened. But, like, it's, um, you know... The end of the original TV series has a very, very positive, uplifting, like, loving message to it. Um, with the so conclusion... They
2: pulled an Evangelion.
3: Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. yeah,
1: it kind of did that. Yeah, there's a lot of anger in there. Um, you know, people people say that uh, Urobuchi was kind of... Um, his hand was kind of forced to make that that movie sequel because the series was doing gangbusters as far as, like merchandising and all that other kind of stuff. It was making tons of money. Uh, there's so much character merchandise for it. People love the characters for it. Um, so he wrote Rebellion and it kind of undoes the ending of the original series in a way that's actually pretty like sad and negative and to- like, I would describe it as, as being about a toxic relationship. Um, and then it just ends and you're like, okay, but does she get out? Oh my yeah. God. They
2: she left us so there for like crazy. 10 years. This sounds awful. I don't. It's literally
3: tragic this. twist and then ends. Tragic twist. Well, I guess I have ends. to
2: see if this if this new movie is ah. Uh, it's supposed to be a sequel to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was actually
1: I saw it in theaters and yeah. um was like legit angry when I came out of the theater. Like I uh, was angry about that movie for like a week. I was really mad, and then I've since processed the trauma of watching that film and sort of come to respect it like in its own way for what it's doing. But um, you can completely ignore it and just go with the TV series and be like, yes, um,
2: I like that. I love the the animated series. Yeah. It's amazing. Also, Kyubey is like the most evil, but cutest mascot (laughs) in anime history, in my opinion. Like we should make a list on that cutest but most evil anime like mascots or something yeah. because literally i just it's Cubase is so adorable and then the things that come out of its mouth you're like oh I cannot.
1: <laughs> like literally. i gotta send you back into whatever like space place you came from like just, go. just I, go I
2: to this day i can't remember how shocked i was when we i mean they pulled a game of thrones a little bit in a way when um the blonde haired girl, she's like her best mommy, friend and mommy, adapting mommy. her to this new life. And then yeah. it was like, oh, she's out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I that, was,
1: so- that was what I was referring to as like the chomping. The yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
2: I was just like, oh my, but all the characters, I mean, like Sayaka had such a sad story. I oh, loved Homura man. too. Yeah. Homura was like, oh God, that- great writing. Like Homura, we thought she was, at least I remember thinking like she was the villain. And then like, she has this like great story and then is she the
1: villain is she not the villain now you have to watch rebellion
2: she i remember feeling for her though yeah you know what i mean like i remember having a lot of empathy for her i mean to be honest they showed so many different facets of all the different characters and that's what made it really good in my opinion was that you saw like good and evil in all of them anyway i'm sorry i could talk we should do a podcast episode on modica that would take up a freaking hour
1: i'm I'm planning to like re-watch all the films since there's like two you know they condense the series into two films and then rebellion to like do a refresh and then maybe write something but we could also talk about it for sure like just do a here for it. Yeah, if they have have recap run. episode, if they have a recap episode of MHA, we'll do a we'll do a Madoka episode.
2: Yeah, I'm down. I'm down.
1: So, yeah. What's so, our
2: last headline? I forgot.
1: Oh, <laughs> it's the best game ever is finally coming out again. So okay, okay. I don't know if you guys have played the Ace Attorney series because I'm. Obsessed I d- with it.
2: don't. I know you're obsessed. <laughs> I'm obsessed
1: with mystery shit. Like that's just like what I the, the games I play I was like, yes, must solve the murder. Must solve the murder. You can just give me like different variations of that over and over and over again, and I never get tired of it. I don't know why. Um so Ace the Ace Attorney series starring Phoenix or Phoenix Wright, a lovable <laughs> dork of a defense attorney. Um has mostly been released by Capcom over here. We're still missing um one of the spin-off games that starred Miles Edgeworth called, uh, Ace Attorney Investigations. We only got the first one. We didn't get the second one for whatever reason, which is like slander against Miles Edgeworth, a uh, fellow fan of Kravats, Miles Edgeworth. Um, but there is, there are two games that are called, uh, the great Ace Attorney, which actually take place in the past. And we thought we'd never get them because they take place in a, um, a time period in Japan that's, like, very Japanese. And so the Ace Attorney series has always been heavily localized into English, like, changing out foods and, you know, like, adapting the jokes and stuff. But, and there's mixed opinions on whether it's good or not. Firstly, I think it's, like, silly enough that... the artwork really, was
2: amazing, by the way.
1: Yeah, that it doesn't really bother yeah. me. Yeah, But we thought, you know, oh, we won't get um, the great Ace Attorney versions for two reasons. One, because of the historical Japanese setting and two because there's a reference to Sherlock Holmes in it and notoriously the uh, Conan O'Doyle Arthur Conan Doyle. Who's Conan O'Doyle? I just like made that up. <laughs> um, the, the the writer of the original Sherlock, Holmes. most of Sherlock Holmes is in public domain now, like the stories are so old you can like just make Sherlock stuff, but um, the estate isn't too pleased about that. And there's like one book, one or two books that aren't old enough to be considered mm. public domain. And so there's that
3: legal battle that's still going on.
1: Yeah. So certain aspects of Sherlock's character in those books is not considered legal domain. And so they'll sue anything that seems like it might be taken mm-hmm. from there. Famously, like the Enola Holmes movie on Netflix that yeah. stars um, that cute girl from Stranger Things. Um, yeah, they, I sued, they sued them for that movie because Sherlock Holmes doesn't respect women until that book. And if he's too nice to women, like they'll sue saying it's infringing on that particular book because up to that point he's like a misogynist or something. It's really oh silly. Oh my
2: god. It, it's it's never
1: really it. held up in court, but they try. So
2: I didn't see that movie. Was it good? I didn't see it
3: either. Neither did I. I'm I'm sure it's really movie I saw you know it's Henry Cavill was, was in it and
2: that wasn't yeah. even enough to make me see it so like, I don't know yeah. Millie yeah. Bobby Brown, that's it, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. adorable, yeah, I like she... her, but
0: yeah Yeah,
1: yeah Didn't So, see it. so in, when this game does come out uh, the Sherlock Holmes character, it will not be called Sherlock Holmes, his name is is Herlock Shulms instead No yeah.
2: Oh, that's hilarious
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah I that, that so, point, many so many memes online I know, memes. right? So that yeah, so that's the that's the Herlock Sholmes meme meme. <laughs> uh, if you come across it, but yeah, I'm super excited for that game. Um, I don't did they announce when it drops? Ah, July. So at the end of July, um, that's all my Twitter feed is going to be for like a month. Also, did you
2: take days off to play it? No. I'm, oh, wait, that was Pokemon. No, that's
1: Pokemon Snap. I took Friday Friday and Monday, upcoming Friday, upcoming Monday off work. I've got a four-day weekend just to play Pokemon Snap. Nice. Just I don't really you know, nice. Guys, but I'm taking all of those cute pictures of all the cute Pokemon. No one's going to stop me. I'm just going to lay in bed and post pictures on Twitter from my Switch being like, look at this cute Pokemon I saw. And look at this one. And look at this one.
2: So. What was everyone's starter pokemon? Charizard obviously here. So Same
3: actually. Mm-hmm. I was a Bulbasaur. I'm always the fire starter. Ew, oh, be okay. Oh,
2: Bulbasaur i, I know. could see it, it was a cute the one that wasn't the popular that nobody everyone picked charizard or squirtle i feel like nobody picked yeah. charizard. lindsay's like i'm gonna be different, I be different. <laughs> <laughs> my brother picked charizard though so that's yeah okay. i love <laughs> anything I fire actually yeah. this is random but i have this really cute rotini off of etsy <gasps> that was Aww. woven it's, it's like you know uh sewn i don't know what it's called crochet it yeah, knitted, whatever, all the above. But um, I was just like, isn't this the cutest thing ever? And I'm not really into like crochet or knitting or whatever, but I do love Dratini. He was my brother's favorite. So like when I saw this, I had to get it. But I'm oh, typically not it. a water Pokemon type person, but Dratini hits. So yeah. there we go.
1: Um, my favorite that's kind of funny because my favorite from the original 150 is Dragonair, which is just the evolved version of Dratini Aww. because it's Dratini, but with, like with a little more like style, elegant yeah, spirit. a little yeah. more elegance. Yeah. But, um, I also have two Pokemon right here that we can share before we go into our commercial Pokemon
2: break. Sharing okay. Pokemon, these are sharing. my, these are my uh,
1: husband's favorite Pokemon, so I got them for him for Christmas, I think. So, he's always loved Wild Plume. So Aww. we have a pile from here. That's so his favorite. Funny. Yeah, that's his favorite original. And then, um, no joke. Um, <laughs> I prefer like all the Pokemon when they're uh, mixed with Ditto because it just makes the face like funny. Oh, face. like with the little eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, this one coming up is Ditto mixed with Trubbish, who is the garbage Pokemon. Who I just <laughs> love. Oh. Like, if you ever, if you ever like, like my anime choices are trash you're just a little trevish little trash oh monster gosh. just gotta like dig around in it you know it's like for yeah.
2: some reason that one reminds me of kube from madoka for some reason <laughs> he has little eyes, eyes yeah. yeah it was like it's yeah. the eyes and the ears i was like that one's kind of hitting different but yeah. they're very yeah. cute they're cute yeah. AJ's right. like, uh, I have I got, nothing to contribute. No, he I has a charge already. No, do not
3: underestimate me. Whoa.
2: Do not underestimate me.
3: <laughs> my, my thing do is. Not. Back, <laughs> so, right,
1: so, so much rack. We are still uh we still have to talk about my hero academia. So before we get into uh talk about Tokoyami and his new powers and Vanta Black slash Vanta Dark. I'll talk to you guys about why they changed his name in the subtitles. It's kind of funny. And yes. of course, um, my favorite girl shows up. So this is this is a mushroom. Um, I also I... wore my mushrooms today for Kinoko. So
2: this before... is the real question: Who's better, Mushroom Girl from My Hero Academia or the villain from Dorhidoro? I already know who I'm picking. <laughs> I'm going to oh, think that
1: about that. so good in Dorohedoro. I'm going to think great. about that during our quick sponsor break, and I'll have an answer for you in just a minute. All right, we're back. And AJ2, oh, do you have Alolan Vulpix there? Yeah.
2: It's an Eevee, right? Or what is no, it? No, oh, it's, it's a
1: Vulpix.
3: Oh, it's a Vulpix. Oh, a okay, Lolan sorry. Vulpix. So it's it was I... a little
2: too bright. I couldn't tell first. Yeah, there's a
3: lot of exposure. Vulpixes. Kind of... It's so white. She's so yeah. white. Oh, uh, I
2: love it.
3: That was... this Vulpix was
2: like... is fab.
3: It was a gift from my girlfriend the first time we went to AX together oh, because we. Are a great no, they are.
2: Yeah. So cute.
3: We were able to it check out the dealer's my
2: Girlfriend and got her a Volpex. It's like the cutest story I've ever heard.
3: Yeah, for real. <laughs> no, she oh. got this for me.
2: Oh, well, oh. Order. there you go.
1: Because
3: yeah. I was well, like a girl who takes
2: initiative. Yeah. Play
1: <laughs> around for like the rest of yeah yeah. Um,
2: yeah. I love Lindsay just.
1: Yeah. yeah so yes before we get started spoiler warning we are not going to talk about stuff that happens in the manga um don't do it don't do it in the comments either because it makes me grumpy so mm-hmm. you know let's all have a good monday it's already monday so um yep keep keep everything pertaining just to the episode and also i want to say that probably probably end from Doro Hidoro. by the way like i was totally into his
2: He's was, low, he got some sex appeal too. I don't know what it is. He, like, it's weird because he's kind of like the cat.
1: Yeah? Yeah, but he's got I don't know, he's kind of like the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland too, which yeah. like is another the like,
3: cat with a big smile.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yes. I can see that.
2: Yeah. I don't know why he he hits. Like I yeah. really like it. I think it's just and the then-
1: mafia thing. It's that element of danger, you know.
2: And power, but then it's like the crazy mushroom power. Gosh, I can't wait for this. Is the second season of that coming out? What's going to happen? I don't know
1: that it's even been announced. Like, I don't know. That
2: will destroy me. (laughs) If that does not get a second season, that will destroy me. Honestly, I should just read the manga, though. I mean, yeah. It's It's finished,
1: too. So you could just like read it all and there's like an ending and everything. Yeah. But for my, okay, My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. AJ, why don't you tell us um, who was introduced in this episode and.
3: Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We're gonna
1: go. The
2: names Over.
3: out. Yep. I will yeah. apologize in advance for all of these names. So, to recap, today's episode picks off right after the last one, where where uh, like we said before, we have five team. We have uh, class one A versus class one B. Both are divided into five teams, and both teams are basically in a competition to capture the other uh, in this big open obstacle course. Last episode, the first batch, of the first two teams, plus Shinso, uh, Class A won. And in this episode, we get a little bit of the the aftermath of what did they learn? What are they going to improve upon? Everyone is sitting and planning. And then we go right into the next batch of matches, which is uh, from Class 1B. We have Shihai Kuroiro. Uh, Kuro, Kuro it's uh, just, which is basically just the color black in Japanese. Yep. For anyone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kendo, uh, Kinoko Komori, and uh, there was one more. No, manga. Think, oh yeah, the manga guy. Oh shoot, I don't have his name. Uh, his name is Manga.
1: I looked it up. His first name yeah, is, manga. is Manga. Yeah, Really? Yeah. Really. Really.
3: Well, okay. I guess parents knew exactly what they were doing when they named yeah, him. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah.
2: You look and like Manga. Your name's Manga.
3: Yeah. I gotta know what those parents look like. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny.
3: And they are going up against uh, Twinkle Belly Button Laser, Momo, tsukiyomi, <laughs> and uh, Invisible Girl. Yeah. And, we, and I knew it. I knew that this match was going to be a two-parter because of everything that was... Basically being like basically the fight has two phases, and we just went through the first phase where um uh, Kuro, Kuroiro basically calls out Tsukiyomi. he's like, You and me, just us. And I loved it. <laughs> the, we, Destiny. I love his whole thing where it's like, uh, oh, you two are a patron of darkness as well. <laughs> so chuny, I love it. Yes, it, it yeah. was amazing. Yeah.
1: Those two characters like I was excited for their interaction because they are, and I I don't know if if everyone in the chat knows what what Chuni means, but it's a reference to Chunbyo, which is, there's not really an English equivalent to that. But it was the idea that approximately around the age, like 15 or so, like teenagers would kind of go through this period where they would engage in almost like a fantasy life as if it was real, almost like a delusion, um, like this sort of like delusional period. And it's typically when it's played out in media, it's usually shown as like using a lot of over the top uh, language or like really indulgent, cheesy attacks and stuff like that. Both um, Vanta Black and v- Vanta Dark and uh, Fumikage do that, although they're a little bit different in their approach. Fumikage is more like the noble knight type, but I mean his superpower. AJ, what what did he name his like new move that we saw?
2: Dark fallen what? angel. Yeah. Yeah. that fallen is the angel. most epic. I'm not lying, y'all. Like, I'm Tokiomi. Like, I don't even like Bakugo, Todoroki, who. Like, I am on the Tokiomi train after this for yeah. real. He's just like the most adorable emo boy ever. I mean, I don't want to interrupt, uh, we'll let you continue, but like, I'm fangirling for Tokiomi so much after this. Yeah. His new move is called Dark Fallen Angel. Like, I love it. I'm sorry. It's relatable, like, to me as
1: someone who was, I mean- Who
2: wore black angel wings in high school. Of all cool. people, you should be yes. for Tokiyami. Yeah. I, oh, I really? love him. He's like one of my
1: favorites. Yeah, yes, because I that. was definitely that extra at that age 100% wrote sad fucking poetry in my journal all the time wore like black angel wings to school if i was trying to draw anything like i was obsessed with angel sanctuary which if people aren't aware of that manga like is super like goth emo everyone's got like angel wings and like sad tears and like tattoos and stuff and also the art the art's amazing the art is amazing but don't watch the ova okay it's not good but you gotta go like (laughs) read it it's it's still really good um that was me 100 so like yeah. so to watch these two guys fight it was really funny to me like they don't give me they don't give me that cringe feeling it's just like yeah i'm Come you guys like do i'm that.
2: not gonna lie i y'all know like i don't need to say this twice i have not been a fan of like not like i've hated the season but i've been like Cool. This is fun. You know, okay. We get to see class 1A versus class 1B again. Yes. This episode hit different for me. It a hundred percent hit different. So happy and to hear that. For me though, there was a lot of things that stood out to me. One, um, I really liked at the beginning how it was heavy. Like they were reflecting on what their loss meant you know what I mean or what mm-hmm. I guess it was their win but like their mistakes meant you know mm-hmm. what I mean and it was for Kirishima he was like literally like I could have been dead um Koda's is so cute I mean Koda, you can do no wrong he's like I need to give my insects more detailed instructions I was like <laughs> you just keep on being the cutest yeah. um and then Denki of course is Denki um i was just like oh my gosh so inappropriate and then somebody like commented about dengue i think it was jiren right she was just like Denki, like please stop but it was talking about the heaviness that like froppy felt um you know she was she's actually been in those scenarios and she knows like how much those little mistakes mean yeah And i actually like it opened up very powerful to me and uh shinzo i mean shinzo you know, we love him because he's, like, so self-deprecating and so hard on himself. And he's like, I couldn't use a tenth of what I've learned with the binding cloth. And, like, Aizawa, you know, AJ should have say this line, but he said something <laughs> like, don't forget this frustration. And I was just like, this hit good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was just like, now it made me, it, it justified these, these battles for me. Like, I was like, okay, like, this is actually, there are things that they're validly learning from this. It wasn't yeah. just like, okay here's some jokes and they're beating each other up and they're going in the super cute prison like i was this actually made me kind of be like okay like i'm here for these battles now you know Yeah. so i don't know what y'all thought about it the beginning definitely i don't know it just it, it was it was a different tone to me it was not like silly and playful and i like that so
3: yeah hey, do you want to Keep going no, with that. Oh, agree. sorry.
2: I like cut off the synopsis.
3: It's okay. Uh, it's fine. Uh I, I'll finish the synopsis real quick because I do want to touch on what Jackie mentioned with regards to because that's something I want to talk about, like that, that talk that Aizawa had with the with the kids and how it sort of meant something differently for each of them. But um yeah, so uh Tokiomi kind of call tries to call out Kurohiro's uh, bluff and they Kind of get into an altercation, only to kind of be manipulated and completely caught off guard. They tried to steal. Um, I for, keep forgetting his name. Uh, the French kid, Twinkling, Twinkling, Twinkle. yeah, Twinkle. Because his full hero name is like you, you can't stop, stop twinkling. twinkling. Yeah, yeah. And he's like the the main thing was they wanted to basically have them all focus on him, so that way he could go up and like steal them away uh, through like the narrow corridors. Because his power is that he can basically sink himself into anything that is black and if they're connected he can travel through it so obviously he could travel through shadows and darkness and stuff like that
1: it's like uh, a classic uh, shinobi skill
3: like, that yeah, you see I in, like ninja scroll yeah. and stuff uh, mm-hmm. yeah oh ninja scroll <laughs> sorry <laughs> great one
2: <laughs> Yeah, moving on and then oh. Tokiyami
3: realizing that he's been played he's like okay guess i gotta reveal my new move dark fallen angel and then we get a quick flashback of kind of his frustrations because we never really had an episode focusing on Tokiyami before this point uh turns out that during both the internship and the hero's work study he worked with hawks and oh so cool Makes sense. He even says, it's like, hey, Birds of a Feather, you're a bird, and you seem pretty (laughs) skilled, so I kind of need, so I, plus, I also needed to interrogate somebody uh, who had to deal with all of the villains when they randomly attacked your school. So very much, like, classic Hawks, not, on the surface, not really taking things seriously, Mm -hmm. and Tokiami's like, very... He's he's chuny, but he's also very formal. He doesn't really speak out against his superiors, so he just kind of sits there and takes it. Yeah. But then he, but then Hawkes notices how frustrated he is, and he's like, "Hey, if you can fly, why not fly?" Yeah. I, he, he meant that oh, in God. sort of a metaphorical I'm get that tattooed sense. Tattooed
2: <laughs> on me, I'm getting that tattooed on me, like Okay, I'm sorry. I'll go off again. I'm no, no, sorry. it's okay.
3: That that's it's really. Obviously, I think he meant it in a metaphorical way, but also kind of, you see Hawks, he even specifically says, I'm not really that interested in training the next generation, but I, I know talent when I see it. Like you're one of the only people that here that's even trying to keep up with me. So keep going with that. And he does. So he took his strengths and basically created a new, now technically, this is a little bit weird. We were kind of spoiled to this in the second movie oh um, right we, we do see him use this move he, we do see him fly in the second movie very yeah. briefly which is a little bit weird because i thought the movie took place before season five um yeah. but everyone acts surprised like they've never seen him do this before even yeah. deku is like oh my god that makes so much sense really like, right in this town yeah um, yeah um, so basically, he since Dark Shadow can float, he just has Dark Shadow carry him, and he uses his cloak to hide Dark Shadow from the light so he doesn't get weaker. And yeah, Dark Shadow just basically carries him the whole way, Aww, and the claws look Love like it. giant wings. Yeah, yeah and so thanks cool. to that he was able to get can't stop twinkling and they were able to use um they were able to use his laser power to shift the shadows around and get him out of hiding and just when they thought they got him they fell into another trap that yeah. was being set up by the mushroom girl uh we find her name again Komori. Uh, yeah kinoko komori who <laughs> Uh, Ooh, just starts so growing cute. mushrooms everywhere including on the two boys and that's where the episode ends basically saying oh okay plan A didn't work but that well, we knew that was going to happen let's try plan B and that's where the episode ends. That was ends.
2: horrific by the way someone in comments was like
3: uh, mushroom girl's quirk
2: is frightening and I'm like it is that literally seeing the mushrooms on them I was like mm-hmm. oh hell no like I would have literally just dropped dead screaming. Yeah. Like,
3: I it's also God. funny no. since...
2: Hell no. Hell no. That Embrace the
3: fungus. It's also good. funny because that's the first time we see her eyes, I think. She's yeah. always had her bangs down. And her eyes look like mushrooms, too. Do like, they really? Well, I thought they were like star-shaped.
1: Peter well, they see? have
3: like an X mark on them. And you know how oh. some shiitakes have that little indent oh. on the top of them? Yeah, oh, exactly. Just like that.
2: Oh
1: my gosh. I think so that's what it's
3: supposed cute. to be. Yeah.
2: Just stop. She literally wins the cutest. Sorry, yeah. Poppy, But like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Nina. I mean, like, she just she wins. She wins. She's adorable. Her um quirk is absolutely frightening. She's literally the offspring of N. Yeah. It must be like her his stepdaughter. I don't even know. Some weird connection. Because, Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we all know how fierce he is. I'm sorry. Like for it to end on that, I was like, don't sleep on mushroom girl. Do not sleep on her.
3: Yeah. Girl. Yep. She she's gonna cause them some trouble in the next episode. And actually, there was one quick thing I skipped, but it'll also kind of lead into what the next episode is gonna be about. Um, we get a before the fight starts, we do see like Kuroiro and Tsukiyomi have like their thing, but we but Momo and uh, Kendo also have a conversation. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Turns out, and I think this was mentioned before, but it wasn't really dwelled on. Kendo is the class rep for for class I know, B. I love that. Everybody looks up to her as like the big sister of the group. They even say like, if it wasn't for her, we would basically be following, uh, what's his name's lead? the, the one who's like team. always starting shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> is it Nito? N E I T O N- Nieto Nito?
3: N- uh Niet uh, Nitero I think. Nito-
2: is it Nitero? Okay, yeah, he is nuts. Every time he yeah. comes on the screen, I'm like, dude, down just- the coffee. In half. <laughs> he's,
1: he's, he's a he's a brat. Is really what it is. It's just like he, he's full of a lot of hot air, and yeah. usually yeah. she's usually she's like trying to take him down a notch.
3: Um, yeah, but literally, like she knocks him out whenever yeah, he gets yeah, with, her,
1: with her giant hands. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah Kendo and uh, and
3: Momo Kendo have and a Momo. yeah, F- they,
1: yeah. And I was wondering if I was maybe reading too much into the tension because their conversation starts and she's like, "Hey." So, why weren't you in the beauty pageant for the um, the school festival, which Kendo was a part... Did she win that? She didn't. Um, she, was the- it
2: won, didn't she? Yeah, Niteri,
1: the, the number three. Oh, okay. three number yeah, because bibi was also in it. She's the one who's, like, very over the top and kind of long
3: like- eyelashes. Yeah, the very <laughs> long eyelashes, yeah.
1: Um, she's like, hey, why weren't you in the beauty contest? And I think Momo said, you know, she was too busy, but also that, like, her teacher didn't tell her about it in time, so he, quote, like, must not have felt like she needed to participate which yeah, i felt kind of like that. a backhanded compliment almost like like she was sort of so the thing about momo is that like she's very sweet and very intelligent she's also very naive but she's very naive because she had a very sheltered upbringing and she comes from a very wealthy family that kind of kept her like cloistered away from things so she's like lack while she's very um, intellectually, like very, very intelligent. I think she lacks some street smarts. I guess is what you would call it. And so it almost felt like she was saying something to be nice, but it almost felt like she was saying she was above it. That's how I interpreted it. So maybe that's not what she meant, but I could see it being interpreted that way.
3: I can see it being interpreted that way. I don't think Kendo took it that way. Oh, okay, it, it's more a matter of. Kendo, because she sort of goes into it a bit and we'll get to more of it in the next episode. She sets up that like, because she also says, oh, ever since we uh, were paired at the, um, like we did that beauty commercial together, we were at the same internship together. A lot of people have paired us together.
1: Right. So her. I yeah. think
3: she's, and even though Kendo doesn't come off as a super competitive person, I think even she sees it's like- There's I, a rivalry. There's a rivalry.
1: She wants to distinguish herself from momo like we're not just two like pretty girls that are exactly the same and can do all the same things like we're individual people which yeah. i think is I think is neat and I, i'm kind of glad they brought up um that internship because like i was quite a few seasons ago but i want to say that i thought it was like bullshit like Me they too. took like three of the girls are like all right i'm gonna out. teach you how to market yourselves by like being beautiful like, like i was you know, like products and i was like what the fuck is this
2: yeah, no. i You know, honestly, Lindsay and I've had discussions about um the female characters and their portrayal in My Hero Academia like quite a bit. Uh I do think that it's gone a lot better uh like R- Rukyu in the last season great leader uh for Froppy, yuraka and um oh, Nejire, right? Like yeah. I like love she was a you know, calm, composed, great leader, super powerful, like really high in the ranks. Like I was like, okay, like here Can we go. Turn into
1: Godzilla all Yeah,
2: I mean, done and done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mirko yeah. is really awesome too. Like, love Mirko. So I definitely think that they're, it, it it's they're they're making strides. Like, but yeah. I agree with Lindsay. Like that that first there season, there still some trappings season or whatever it was that hit. I was like, what? Like we're seeing all these people go through internships and it's like how to develop your skills. And like, you're with me for this reason. I see potential in you. And then it was literally like that lame. And I like Momo, but I think because she's kind of like in, you know, we were saying like all the things that she's been given, like, I'm kind of just like, I don't find myself like falling in love with her. You know what Mm. I mean? But I did, I did really like this moment with Kendo and Momo because it's like, Typically we see a lot of women pitted against each other not just in anime like in just in general in life yeah. mm-hmm. and then they're at each other's throats and they're like you can't be better than me you can't be better than me you know what I mean like yeah. and i liked it because it did seem really friendly like it yeah. did seem like it's a friendly you know,
3: rivalry there was yeah.
2: respect there you know what i mean like it was like hey like and, and Komomo was like, bring it, girl. Like, I'm not afraid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really, I don't know. For some reason, that interaction did not rub me the wrong way. Well, yeah. many, many past um, interactions, not just in anime, not just in My Hero Academia in general, like, I, I'm just like, oh, here we go. Like, pitting these two really powerful girls against each other. They can't be together. But there can only be one.
1: is like we're Highlander all the time. Ex-
2: <laughs> yes. So for for me, it was kind of nice because they were like, yeah, like push me to be better, like bring it, girl. Yeah. Cool. Like I, yeah. I didn't find it to be, it was different than the Shihai Tokiyami. Thing. like the shihai Tokiomi, it was like who's gonna be the best dark boy here like who's yeah. who gonna yeah. be like the master of darkness and shadows you know what i mean like yeah it just it, for me it hit a little bit different so yeah they're yeah.
1: setting it up almost like a tactician battle is what it seems like yeah. mom almost very smart and Kendo's very smart so who's gonna be able to outmaneuver the other using uh you know the teammates that they have at their disposal, and right now, like Kendo seems like she might be a little bit in the lead, and Momo could still pull ahead because she has a lot of um, potential with her quirk. You know, she can basically create as long as she's eating enough calories. You know, mm-hmm. she can yeah. she can create as many things as. Um, is it just like as long as she knows how it
3: works, she can make it, or as long as she's seen it, she, she can make it? She needs to know the components of how it works. Like okay. so that's why she all she has that little thing on her back that's supposed to carry books, so okay. she can look up specifically what she needs to make. Yeah, um, if she wants she's to make saying, something super complicated, like a cannon, she needs to know specifically what the gunpowder what is made of, how the how like the mechanisms inside work, and everything. And that's yeah. how. And obviously, the bigger it is, the more fat cells she needs to convert into into raw material right
1: and i've always liked like that i guess you would call it a downside or whatever to her quirk because it it gives it some it keeps it from being otherwise she'd be like yeah for sure yeah
2: i totally yeah Yeah. yeah
1: yeah so i like that she actually she has to actually have like internal knowledge about how a thing works I mean, she should go into engineering or something. I feel like that oh, would be sure. like a, oh like no, a she natural, wasn't already
3: like, rich. She could definitely make a killing, <laughs> like yes. opening up her own shop. Yeah, make yeah, yeah doing like bespoke anything
1: really. So yeah, yeah so I, I like that they've they've set them they've set them up that way, and it'll kind of be interesting to see how they try to outmaneuver each other. Um, someone in the comments had asked if we'd talk about manga guy a little bit. They didn't do anything with him Yeah, most, nothing. as far as this episode goes. So it's a, it's a little hard. It's a little hard. He to, him though. Yeah. To, his costume design is actually pretty cool. Like the top, there is supposed to look like an ink. Well, mm-hmm. like what She's you would so dip a cute. pen into and stuff. Um, but, I love him. and I did look him up a little bit to kind of get a sense of like how his powers work, but I think maybe I'll just refrain until next episode. Um, Maybe I, we'll see him in action. You know, we, sh- we should, real real. we should, because otherwise, what you know, he needs to be like a part of the 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 team and the strategy going on here. To otherwise, why have him? I guess, other than him being cute. But
2: Talker room said, "I just want to see manga, dude. I need to know more. I so, need to know, we're know more. Same boat. Yeah, we're the yeah. the same boat." Yeah, Sylvan really. pointed up too, so a lot of people feel that. Yeah, I want to really. see more from him too.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, and we we. On the other hand, we didn't really see Invisible Girl being utilized at all, and she's kind of, I mean, I know we talked about putting makeup on her so she could have, like, a real face, but as far as, like, a hero goes, her only ability really is to be invisible, right? So she, mm-hmm. she,
3: uh, no, technically, yeah, she, she's always invisible, but the reason why she's invisible is because her body is always reflecting light right. away from her, so you okay. can't, like, Tech, you're never technically looking directly at her. Uh-huh. Um, she can turn that up and like blind people. If she oh, wants. okay, that's right. She yeah, did that during did.
1: this episode. That's right. She did the warp refraction, which was basically just increasing the way that light bounces off of her in a way that would be blinding. Which is funny because, I, as I said, um, I was going to say earlier that uh, black slash Vanta Dark. Um, the reason they translate it to Vanta Dark instead of Vanta Black is because Vanta Black is copyrighted. Someone guessed that in the comments, but it's true. Um, It's a color that it's not not really a color. It's made of carbon tubes, Um, but the carbon tubes, so that the way way it works to create that color is that you have a bunch of uh, carbon tubes, and when light hits it, it basically bounces around endlessly inside of it, and then dissipates as heat. So light doesn't bounce off of it at all. So whereas invisible girl light is always bouncing off of her in a way that keeps you from being able to see her, Vanta Black, the actual color anyway, this doesn't necessarily apply to the hero, um, absorbs all light and then basically confuses it and then dissipates it so you can't see it to create hmm. a unique shade of black. So but yeah, it's copyrighted. There we go. So have to um, change more the more you know, the more so you guys,
2: know. We have to talk about Togayami and Hawks. We have to. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. First of all, Hawks is just hilarious. Like, I love how he was like twenty of the reason I brought you on was <laughs> a feather. Like, literally, I do not know who writes like his parts. You know what I mean? I, I mean, you know, obviously the creator is involved, but I'm just like, whoever writing the specifics and stuff like that. Maybe it is the creator, but it is funny. Like, mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love everything that comes out of Hawk's mouth. Um, and then he was, like, 30% of its, like, wasting potential. I just, like, love how cool he is. Like, you know what I mean? He just, like, is never... He flat out isn't, like, Tokiomi. I care about you. I can see that you're, like, in this dark place. You don't see your worth. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things he could say that it All Might would say. Like, All Might and Deku, you know, like, they have these, like very in-depth conversations I feel like, but like Hawks like tells him he cares about him like in a Hawks way. And yeah, I just yeah. like, love that. You know what I mean? Um, I would love to see Aizawa Shinzo interactions, huh? Like imagine yeah, how those yeah. go down. Like I would love, cause it's like, this is, I, I just love the pairings. Like I said, with um All Might and Deku, it's like very emotional, very from the heart. Like I think that they spill their guts out to each other, you know, with Hawks, it's like, he's too cool to show emotion right he's too cool mm-hmm. to be like i brought you on for a reason so it's like he just drops all these like lines and i just love the way like Tokiyami like reacts to it too you know what i mean like he's like this guy just thinks he's all that and just kind of like l- like has respect for him but like also kind of i don't know the dynamic was so fun to me and um i think like i've always wanted to see more of tokiami and um this just made me fall in love with him you know like I think we got a sense of um, his insecurity, a sense of his perfectionism, and I was just and 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 then I just—he's an emo boy, like dark fallen angel, and just like his intensity. Like I, I love Bakugo, and I left this episode being like, I think I like Tokiyami better than Bakugo. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm a, I know, I know, I know. Bakugo could be uh, low key super. Well, no, it's not, it's
1: not because I dislike Bakugo, it's just yeah, like, uh, Fumikage he's is a like, lot. Fumikagi is like one of my favorite boys, and you know, with Shinzo. So, I'm, I'm welcoming to anyone who wants to join the Fumikagi.
2: <laughs> I think that we've seen, we've seen, you know, like little sparks of flavor from him, right? Like, yeah, um we know he's powerful. We've always known he's insanely powerful. And But it was just like, we never got to see his personality much. Like we just were like, knew he was kind of like the sad boy. Like, you know, like yeah. he's sad. And obviously- and a I'm bird. Yeah. yeah, I'm a bird. I'm like, I'm sad. <laughs> and I have this giant powerful being inside of me, but it's like, I have to constantly keep it concealed and like constantly keep it in check. Like that's such an onus. That's such a burden, you know? Yeah. And I, I think I just, for me, it was just- this episode was so different for me. I just felt like it had the heaviness that I've been waiting on. Um, we we got to s- some character development, some character depth, and the battle actually just like hit better for me. I just I don't know. Th- this was a turning point for me when it yeah. comes to this season so far. So,
1: what did you guys think Good. of? Um, oh yeah, okay, we still have time. What do you guys think of a uh, sparkling guy? I felt like, when- gosh, nothing. What happened? You
3: didn't there? do anything. I know. You and it was like thing he would be end.
1: like like, I had forgotten about Invisible Girl's ability to refract light, so um, I was thinking as far as a light source coming to defeat Vantablack, it would be Can't Stop Sparkling, and then he just sort of was like, ah, pipes! And, I mean, he's always wacky like that all the time, so it's not like they yeah. expect him to, like, get serious and all of a sudden, and, like, but I just felt like he was underutilized in a situation that felt like would have worked best for him.
3: Yeah, it kind of comes down to the fact that his well, one, his power is very, very limited. He can't yeah. use it all the time, or he okay. gets a stomach ache, which uh, it's basically like it gives him the runs. At least that's the implication. It's oh, really? not like oh, muscle cramp. It's like no, my tummy hurts. That kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, I've always had mixed feelings about him. To be honest, he might be one of my least favorite of the group, Agreed. and that might, yeah. That might get me in a lot of trouble with people. Like he's quirky and fun. And I love the little French accent he has in the in the dub. Um uh but it's it's one of those things where he's that character that I think knows more than he lets on, but we're never going to focus on him ever. Well, he, he did get like one episode. He he got an episode What's where it? we like got his backstory and then that was it. But I'm not yeah. really sure what the I I don't remember that
2: episode. If that,
3: it it was during the license. It literally
2: does not. I don't resonate with this character at all. Maybe Maybe he's sort
1: of like class one A version of uh, NATO for class one B. Like they're kind of that's
3: not fair to him. NATO is way worse. No. (laughs)
2: Okay. 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 But but the 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 naval twinkle guy. He's just like. So, so like I, we, like AJ said, he's got quite a fan base. Like I ain't hating on it. Y'all connect with who you connect with, right? Like we all right. find the ones that we connect with. Some, some people connect with him. Um, he's really showy. He's really over the top, and it's just like I just I, I don't vibe with it. I feel like.
1: It's weird because with- he's extra, but in a completely different way than Fumikage is extra. Like yeah. he, we resonate with yes. emo extra, but not so much yes. with like yeah. Well,
3: sparkle, he's extra. like fabulous. He's extra, which is cute.
2: I love it, but it's just kind of like it just doesn't hit with me. Um, what's his name? Nieto? Nato, Nieto? Ei? Yeah. He's like crazy. Yes. Like like literally like he doesn't say stuff, and I'm like, dude, dude. Like Calm he's the down. guy who comes to a party and you're <laughs> yes. just like, the vibe just changed. Like yeah. you're scaring people. You're like-
3: up here, everyone else is like somewhere here. So yeah. let, let's meet in the middle somewhere. Exactly.
2: Like everyone in the room is like, read the room, dude. Like read the room. Like, okay. um, The sparkly naval guy. Like, I feel like he would be the one at the party. Who's just like, hi, I'm fabulous. Hello. I'm here. Like, it's not yeah. like, yeah. he's not bothering me. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I love both of them for their different differences. Like, I love that. Like sparkly naval is fabulous. But then it's also like, oh my God, I forgot his name again. What is it? NATO?
3: NATO. NATO.
2: Yeah. I, He's they just are very I I find them to be very different. I find them to be very different. They're they're
3: different. They're they're extra in different ways, but I think NATO is just inherently kind of an extra calm the fuck down, get a get away from (laughs) me kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, whereas with with Naval Guy, it's like he's there, and I'm like, Okay, you sit there and sparkle and be fabulous. But I think that's kind of it. Even though we got his backstory, and it was in season three during the uh during the exam uh, during the license exam arc where he was doubting himself and then we got a bit of his backstory where he's apparently apparently there's something wrong with his body and like that has to do with his quirk that's why he always wears that belt like he's Uh supposed to wear it all the time um but we i feel like we get just enough about it to be like okay and what else and then we'll and but the show is also kind of telling us and that's all you're ever going to get yeah um from what i've read and maybe i maybe we get more in the the recent arcs we don't get anything else from this guy (laughs) regarding um what he's about he's insightful like he's the only one that notices when something's wrong with deku yeah, not that last season, yeah. Yeah. and he yeah. even checks in like, even at the beginning of this season, when he broke the window because of the dream, he was the first one that's like, Are you okay? I heard something. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, that's... so he's a good boy. Yeah. I just that's just it. He's like, You're a good boy. I kind of want to know more about you, but at the same time, I feel like I'm not going to. That's what's, that's what's thought... kind of frustrating. Someone
1: in the comments says he also loves cheese, which I don't know if that's supposed to be like a play I didn't on him. Know being... that. Oh, he talks about cheese yeah. a lot. He likes gives Deku a lot I of blank cheese. Out
2: him. I just blink him out. Yeah, know? I don't like, know. I, um, I, feel I don't know if that's supposed
1: now. to be like a maybe it's like a joke because he's French, you French. know, and yeah, and cheese. Oh, but wow. yeah, I also lo- love cheese, so me
2: too. That makes me like him more, actually.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, the thing that that's great about all these characters is that they're. They're, I think they're all good boys and good girls, right? But they're all just uh, trying to figure it out. And I think that's why- They're I'm all very,
1: very 15 and it's okay. Yeah. Yes.
3: No, that's, that's a perfect yes. way to say. We got to remind yes. ourselves that they're still teenagers at the end of the day. So we can say, oh, Denki's acting dumb. I think he's like the most teenager character yes. in the entire cast where he just kind of wants to show off and really do his best. But- yeah. At the same time, he, him, and a lot of the other class, and I guess we can bring this full circle to wrap it up. Um, moving forward, the most character growth that we will get from Class A is kind of from the group that we've already seen the most character growth from mm-hmm. the ones that were already kind of fighting on the front lines. Cause there's a big difference from how like Denki and Shota reacted to their loss to how Kirishima and Froppy reacted to the loss. That's cause yeah. with Kirish, cause uh, on the outside looking, you could be like, Oh yeah, Kirishima, you were kind of worthless during that fight. Whereas he's thinking, Oh fuck. If I, if I can't bring things to a confrontation, if I can just get taken out, I'm supposed to be the, the shield. If I get taken out, who's there to protect everybody? And mm-hmm. Froppy says, I wish we could have. She said something like, I wish we could have won with everybody. Mm-hmm. This is just capturing people. Yeah. Like, imagine if it was like they were going for blood. Yeah. yeah. That's basically sure. the same as saying, I wish we could have won without losing. She anybody. saw
2: him, Sir Knight. I die. Like she yeah. understands yeah. the gravity of a mistake that yeah. the rest of them don't quite understand. That's why, like, you know, like I said earlier, like, this episode started off much different than what I feel like we've seen, you know, and, um, the whole thing was really enjoyable, which I have not been saying. So,
3: yeah. Well, I'm but glad we finally cool. turned you around, Jackie. Yeah.
2: Pokeyami, <laughs> everybody. Best boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back um, next week, uh, Monday, nine Eastern and six Pacific. And make sure that you sign up for our newsletter. It's at slash newsletter We're making um, that's that's coming out like really soon. We're we're doing a lot of uh, fine tuning on that, but it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. I'm actually really excited. Laura Laura or- is gonna be helping us with that if you know her. So uh, sign up sign up for that, and then also head over to Kaimono Merch to get our T-shirts. And I'll be sure to tell you guys as soon as the new stuff for that drops, too, because that's going to be also amazing. And I want to thank Jackie and AJ for talking with me today. We'll be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for chatting. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Believe.